I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin, and this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley DeBoser, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. I'm Karaski Melvin. Sports Director George Faust will be in the second half of the show with head women's basketball coach Gary Broadhead. Also, baseball's regular season is over. We look ahead to the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. But before we do all that, we have another tournament to talk about. The NCAA Softball Tournament. The Cajuns were in the Clemson Regional. The Cajuns faced Auburn on Friday and lost 4-3 thanks to a pair of Bree Ellis home runs. On Saturday, Taylor Roman cranked out a walk-off two-run home run to beat UNC Wilmington in 11 innings. Later that night, the Cajuns got their revenge on Auburn. Louisiana went yard three times, including a Stormy Kotzelnik home run, which put the Cajuns up for good. Up next, Clemson. Tigers up one in the top of the fourth inning here with Abby Vieira hits a solo home run, and that makes the lead 2-0 in favor of Clemson. After a Maddie Moore run scoring double, Cami Pereira then added two more with a double of her own. And then Valerie Cagle lands the knockout blow, a three-run home run. Clemson wins the regional 8-0 in five innings, ending Louisiana's softball season. Although it is over, head coach Jerry Glasgow says he's hopeful about the future. When I think about my ball club and, and our future, it's about, I think about the same today as I did yesterday. I'm just, I'm elated. I'm, I'm really excited about the next three years with the freshman class and the, the athletes that we have in that class and then the, the future because we've got another phenomenal class coming in right behind them that are going to, you know, they're going to piece together. And I think our program's ready to make a really strong run here the next three years. And, uh, you know, I told, I told our coaching staff last week that Clemson this year is where we will be next year. Coming up next, we shift our focus to baseball. The regular season is done for the Cajuns. Find out how they ended. Plus, a former Cajun gets his diploma. You're watching Inside Cajun Nation. Stick around and watch some more. of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Welcome back to the show. George will be here soon. I promise. I'm also Karaski Melvin. Let's talk some Cajun baseball. The team heads into the Sunbelt Conference Tournament as the fourth seed. After dropping the first game of the three-game series with Little Rock, the Cajuns' bats came alive in the eighth inning with seven runs on the board. Heath Hood began a seven-run rally for UL with a game-tying RBI single before Julian Brock, Max Marshock, and Tyler Robertson helped put Little Rock away. TR hit his second-ever grand slam, and first baseman Carson Rockefort went four for four with his Sun Belt Conference leading 64th RBI at the time. Head coach Matt Deggs attended his daughter's graduation Friday night. Assistant coach Seth Thibodeau says a win like this can be a spark for the conference tournament. For a 21-year-old, it's to think about next week. 
and, and I think we've been doing that all week long. They've been focusing on the regionals. They've been focusing on stuff that they can't control, and, and it just they, they got they were in a funnel all week. And I think it's important for us. Number one, I just don't think we should lose at home here. You know, once in a while here and there. But ultimately, we just got to win at home. There's a 700-plus winning percentage in the history of this program, so there's a pride thing. I think it's extremely important. Winning another series at home is extremely important. There's a couple arms. I'd like to see Jeff Wilson have a good outing tomorrow, but this offense is going to drive us, and so we've got to be able to swing it and run and go. And, and so it's, it's important for us to carry huge momentum into next week because you don't want to go over there uncertain. Anytime you score seven runs, obviously it feels great. So. Hopefully this will get us going like we were last week against Texas State in the past month, so it feels great. It's big momentum, uh, feeding into pitching, um, into that last inning, it, it really uh, fed into our pitching at last inning. Toy came in and closed the door, and we got excellent pitching uh, throughout the bullpen tonight, so it was big. The Cajun head coach returned to the dugout on senior day Saturday. There he was able to witness the Cajuns put up five runs in the bottom of the eighth and win 9-3 in the regular season finale. All of them are important, you know, I think we still have a heartbeat, right? Uh, but plans moving forward is to go one game at a time and hope to win that tournament. But it, if we can keep stacking up wins, you never know what will happen. To, to win three out of four and get on a roll right before the tournament, that's what it's all about. Oh. you got to get that steam rolling and whoever's the hottest oh, team in the tournament, that's normally who, who comes out. It's real important to gather all the momentum you can going into the postseason. Going into this tournament, it's going to be a lot of games, so it's great to have a lot of momentum. But that was not the only thing that was happening on Saturday. Former Cajun made his return to the Teague to accept his college diploma. Former MLBer Jonathan Lucroy accepted it before Saturday's game started. Lucroy had 241 hits, 35 home runs, and 184 RBIs in a Louisiana uniform. He shares being able to walk down that field to receive his diploma. It's, uh, it's awesome, and I tell you what, it's, uh, it's a true blessing to be here. And I finally got it done. It took me a long time, but you know, I got it done. I was, I was a little busy in between that, you know, when I first started here. So it was uh, it's great to be able to come back. Now that I have time in my hands to be able to knock it out, and I knocked it out. It's, uh, it feels great to finally have that. We're not done with Inside Cajun Nation. Sports Director George Faust sits down with UL women's head basketball coach Gary Broadhead as he reflects on the season and looks ahead to the upcoming year. What has him excited about the incoming group? Stick around to find out on the one and only Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation, everyone. George Faust joined this week by the head women's basketball coach at the University of Louisiana. It's Gary Broadhead. Coach, thanks for the time to come around and hang out and oh, chat a little. Oh, anytime, man. I enjoy <laughs> it, man. It's, yeah. uh, fun to be, ra to be here. Ra wrapping up the season, kind of give us uh, your, your general take, if you will, on how the, how the year went. Obviously, uh, an exit in the, in the conference tournament in the semis, but, but something uh, to build on, I guess, for, for next season. You know, we were pretty young, you know, and at the beginning of the season we had some injuries and, you know, it was always concerned when you lose one of your better first-team all-conference player and all that and Brandy Williams. But, man, I was just really impressed how these young kids came together and, you know, with the leadership of Todd Doucette and, you know, just, just coming together and see the improvement we made as the year went on, you know. Got some big wins during the year, you know, in the conference and all that and were able to get a three seed going into the tournament. and you know, make it to the semifinals. Great experience for this young group to, you know, to kind of move forward and build on what we were, you know, what we're trying to build here at UL. 
it's interesting when you when you think about uh, the team aspect of things because you know obviously Ty was kind of a focal point for for everybody because you know local girl you know kind of knew knew a little bit about her and then Brandy had a great end to last year. I remember the 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 run that they y'all made in the tournament last year and 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 it just seems like each year though the teams become. They're, they're always new, I guess is what I'm getting at. It's, a, it's never the same team. It's a similar team, and then you kind of move forward. Talk about the dynamic of a team, of how you, you're able to kind of mold. Because you'll have some girls on the team next year that have, that have seen how it works, and you'll be you'll be a little bit more comfortable, and they kind of take a different role, right? Yeah, I think uh, you know. I think experience goes a long way. I think that you know it's underrated. I think it's it's something that uh, that uh, we feel that uh, it helps us to win. But you know, to to see us come together like we did this year, this quick, you know, and I mean, some of it is because of some of the maturity that came in, you know. And I'm looking at it right now. We're doing you know some practices and some workouts and all that, and I look at them and. You know, the eight kids that are coming back, they played a lot. And that's a good sign. Okay. You know, a lot of times you'll have, you know, 10 or 12 kids coming back, but half of them didn't even get any much playing time. But this, this group that's coming back, I mean, they put some minutes in. And so we really feel comfortable. And, you know, it's just uh, in, in trying to build that team chemistry, you know. And I, I don't know. It's like, uh, we, I mean, maybe doing it for so long, we're just really blessed that these kids, you know, want to play together and uh, the other thing that I always look at do they want to really be here you know and that was one of the things that I noticed about the eight kids that are coming back and the recruits that we're recruiting right now is like man they want to be a Cajun they want to be part of it and I don't know if that was always there when we first got here you know it was kind of like we believed and we had to try to create them to believe and now it's like man these kids really believe in the program and I mean they even even after we lost in the semifinals man I could I'm looking at some of these kids, and they're ready for next year. I mean, I ate breakfast with them the next morning after we lost, and they were like, Coach, let's get started, man. I'm ready. I, I know we can do something special. And I, that's a great feeling, you know. Yeah. It's fun. I, I'm, I'm a, what they call a workaholic. I like to work. I'm a gym rat. I love to be in the gym. And so I love having those type of kids, and that's what we have now. Yeah, and, and that's going to that's gonna bode well for next season. Do you, when, when it comes to uh, – yeah, I just popped into my head when it comes to like scheduling and stuff like that. Are y'all working on that now, or how does that work? You are, I mean, you already know kind of your conference games and things of that nature. But uh, uh, is there is there you know some big games that you're looking at hopefully getting because uh, you know you guys are, are are a good get for for a, a power five school. No doubt, you know I think you're right. You know recruiting is the most important thing, but I think the second most important thing is scheduling. Because you got to schedule to the type of team you're going to have. Mm. If you're inexperienced, you know, you want to try to get some maybe a little bit easier games to try to get, you know, they're able to play more people. Sure. And then, you know, as you get more experience, you want to play the bigger schools. Like te I know we're looking at Texas and some of the other schools trying to, trying to get some dates and all that. Uh, Houston's coming in this year. So we try to find some of those, those teams that we might match up with. And it might be similar to our conference. If they're really athletic, they like to run and all that. So scheduling is, well, it's, it, to me, it's really, really important. And we, and I mean, Deacon Jones is in charge of it, and he does a great job of trying to match up how we think we're going to be this year. You know, I know one year we, we scheduled four SEC opponents, 
and we had everybody hurt. That wasn't a good year. <laughs> you know, it's just part of it, you know. Right. So you just, you know, you try to do it in schedule. But, you know, like for us, I'd love to play LSU every year, man. Yeah. I, I just liked it. That they was came a fun in, game this yes, year. Yes, they came in here this year, yeah. you know, and I know Brandy got hurt the first play of the game, you know. But, uh, you know, and they were really, they were really good. But, I, man, I would love to play them, you know, home and home every year. That would be a great game. Uh, I'm really good friends with Vic Schaefer. He was at Mississippi State. Now he's at Texas. He wants to hook up some, and he wants to come here. So that's a big thing yeah. is when we can get, you know, a top 10 opponent to come to Lafayette. And, you know, so we're working on those things right now. But, yeah, scheduling never really stops. It's, it's a year-round sure. thing, you know. You, and then with this conference, you know, you, they say, okay, we're doing this schedule and it's going to be there for five years. Well, you can't do that because, look, the four teams coming in. Right. Yeah. you got four teams coming in. Right, you got right. two going out. So this is going to be completely different. Instead of 16 games, I think they're going to 18 games for the women. And so, man, that's, you know, it's, we'll figure that out, you know, as it comes. But scheduling just, to me, never stops, you know. Yeah. I think it's extremely important. Uh, and, again, I mean, I, I think we do a great job of trying to schedule according to our team. Yeah, and, and look, that, I, I remember watching that LSU game you guys had. That was, that was a fun atmosphere. I mean, an atmosphere, I, I think you said it after the game and, and Kim Mulkey said it after the game, about, like, the, the, the excitement in the building was palpable you could you could feel it you could taste it you know you can you got that energy and, and that's that i think that's what something you strive for uh with regards to you know women's basketball and bringing it bringing it up uh, into the into no the no doubt those games are fun you know i mean kim brings the energy anyway i mean it's just fun <laughs> right. to be around her and, and what she's doing to build but my thing too part of my job is to build women's basketball you know not only in this area but throughout the country and you know we've been everywhere from coaching Biddy, AU, and all on down the line and, and really promoting women's basketball. And, you know, to have a game and have that much energy and to see a team so excited about the opportunity to get to play a really good team. Uh, to me, that's not a, there's not a lot of, uh, it's not really our job to motivate them. I mean, they motivate themselves I and mean, they motivate us. So it, it, was, a, it was great to, to do that. And I, I, like that's what I'm saying, I love to do it every year. I mean, it was like that with Mississippi State a few years yeah, ago yeah. when they beat UConn. And, you know, we end up playing them and playing them real close, you know. That's just fun stuff for us. And you can build on those things, you know. Even if sometimes it's a loss, you know, you're kind of able to build and get better. And the kids feel good about it. Yeah. Good stuff, Coach. Don't go anywhere. We're Stick and stay. We're coming back. We're going to have more with Coach Gary Broadhead when we return right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. We're back in 90 seconds. All right, welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust here, Coach Gary Broadhead over there from the UL Raging Cajun Women's Basketball Program. He's the head man. Coach, how, how many years has it been now? Ten years. Ten, man. okay. Can you believe that? Ten I, years. I, I can believe it. I, I've been here a while, too. So, uh, uh, in fact, I've been here so long, you were a high school coach coaching <laughs> at oh, Turley's, and uh, you won a state championship over there. And I covered that, so that's how, that's how I know I've been here a while. But uh, it's good to have you on Inside Cajun Nation, Coach. Uh, just talk, talk, let's, let's continue our conversation as we, we talk about the upcoming season now. Uh, obviously, uh, the year didn't end where you wanted it to get to the tournament, uh, the Sunbelt tournament, and you, and you get to the semifinals. But uh, the goal is to get to that NCAA tournament, and you you've got postseason experience. But uh, we, we want we want we want to be part of that NCAA tournament. I think, right? I love what you say. We, you know, that's that's <laughs> awesome because we do want to be part of that, and we're working really hard, you know. And I mean, I, actually, our goal, you know, is always 
disappointed at that conference tournament. Mm -hmm. You know, when we come into the season, everything and the kids know, and it, it was so great about it, the kids know it and they want it. And they, you know, our focus is on, hey, can we win the tournament, conference tournament to get in the NCAA mm -hmm. tournament? You know, it's, it's been 10 years, you know, we've, we've got to the finals a couple of times and just kind of fell short. But, you know, it's like we feel really good about the direction we're going for next year. You know, we got some good kids coming in. We have a lot of returners. And I think it's just, we're, the pieces of the puzzle there, it's about staying healthy. It's about continuing to work hard and keep on improving. But in a conference, it'll be a little bit bigger. So, you know, you're looking at probably maybe a little bit tougher conference. But, hey, I think we're going to be a tougher team. So it's exciting. When you talk about some of the returners that you have, do you, do you know who's coming back and, and uh, what you're looking at with regards to – I know there's some young people that are coming back, but what about uh, some of the older uh, Well, players? I mean, everybody's getting kind of older. You know, it's like because <laughs> of the COVID situation, some yeah. of those kids will be with us for four years, even though they'll be a junior. You know, you got May May Hallman. You got uh, Destiny Rice that's coming back. That, uh, to me, is one of the better point guards in the conference. Uh, May May's a scorer. Uh, Lene uh, Wheaton is uh, actually one of the transfers that came in from Old Dominion. And, I mean, she was uh, ended up being all tournament uh, in, the, in the conference tournament you know, and scored, I think, 18 and 22 in, in the games and stuff. So, you know, those kids are coming back. You know, it'd be, it, the, the, the difficult thing for us is going to be to replace Ty Doucette, you know. We didn't have Brandy Williams this year at all. Basically, she got hurt on the fourth game. So, you know, we were able to kind of plug in and stuff. But, you know, Tamir Johnson's coming out of LCA. I mean, she just, I mean, she, she does exactly what we want to do. And she's getting better and she's getting more confident. So we're going to see a lot of her in that four position that I think she can really contribute. Yeah, look, looking forward to uh, to watching you guys develop over the, over the uh, what, spring, summer and, uh, and, and into next fall. So, uh Looking forward to that. Uh, with regards to um, where where you guys are at, as a coaching staff, are you excited about who's on the staff? Where you know everything's kosher there. <laughs> you know, I think it's the, the difficult thing for us, especially at our level, is to keep coaches. You know, I mean, because mm -hmm. I mean they just have opportunities to to kind of move around. I mean, if you look at throughout the country right now, there's so many job openings. You know, people retiring. You know, people moving on, moving up, and all that. You know. Uh, so you see a lot of movement. We've just been blessed, you know. I mean, all our staff's been at least together with, for five to six years, you know. And Coach Deacon Jones has been with me for 10 years yeah. from the beginning and trying to help build that. And I think that consistency helps the kids because yeah. they know, like, man, if they've been here 10 years, they really must believe in what they're doing. And I think that's a big part of it, you know. So our staff is really good, you know. We run our staff a little bit more like football. I do an offensive and a defensive coordinator. And, man, I, you know, not many coaches allow their coaches to coach. I think my coaches coach probably more than I do, you know. And <laughs> so that's a great thing, you know, and they're giving them an opportunity to get better too. But the kids really believe in them. And, you know, they're just great people, you know. I think that's where it starts, you know. It's like you look the most successful coaches are really, really good people, you know, and they really care about our community. You know, Deacon's from here, myself's from here. Uh, we got two, two of the younger, um, Coach Val's from Texas, and, and so is MC, you know. So that's, uh, you know, we're very blessed. You know, we're a little shorthanded this year. We didn't have a D-op and we didn't have a player development, but that's just part of it. We all pitched in. Yeah. You know, I remember being at a game, two hours before a game, doing study hall. Yeah. You know, that's what we do. And MC, uh, 
you know, MC can be the D-op and the player development and, and probably run the offense or defense, you know. It's just part of what we do. And I think when kids see that, you know, it's like when we're not scared to, you know, push the broom and do all that. And right. They feel that, that, man, okay, well, coach is doing it and the coaches are doing it. Hey, we can do it too. Let's Nobody, do it nobody's above, uh, above Nobody. making the program better. No, and that's, yeah. our, you know, that's our goal, not yeah. only make the program better, but to also develop these young women, and, and to, you know, and to help in society. And that's what I love about being in my hometown doing this. Yeah, cool stuff. Uh, we, we were talking before about uh, a little bit about this and, and how uh, the transfer portal has kind of changed what, what, what you do. Uh, it's benefited you guys, right? I mean, it, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse, it seems like. Uh, one time, I, I'm a big Garth Brooks fan, so one time I, I was watching uh, one of his little infomercial, whatever he does, Inside Studio G, and he went, you know, a blessing, a blessing and a curse. You know, uh, what's a blessing is a curse sometimes. And, and that seems to be the case with the transfer portal. You know, it's a blessing and it can be a curse. Yeah. And, you know, I say, hey, it can be good sometimes. It can be bad sometimes. There you go. You All know? right. So that's the kinda, infinite. Yeah. It's just kind of, <laughs> hey, you know, we do a little bit of therapy. And then my, my therapist is like, yep, you yeah. know, you got to yeah. it could be good and bad. But, yeah. you know, I think it is, you know, for us, it's it's really worked out well. You know, we got a couple of transfers yeah. and. I, honestly, without them, it would have been a difficult time because of the experience that came, that, that came in, and they picked up our, our system pretty quick. So we were able to kind of move on pretty quickly. And, you know, it's going to be continue. You know, there's a lot. There's just a lot of transfers out there. You know, they wanting to move on. They're trying to find a system that fits them. And, and I mean, we haven't had, a, like, a Alexis Dye like Troy did. You know, Troy, the, Alexis Dye was player of the year last year, and then, boom, she's at Tennessee starting playing in the tournament, you know. So right. we haven't had that problem yet, but, I mean, I could see, you know, a couple of our players being really good and, hey, wanting to move up into the SEC. I mean, it's just going to be part of it, you know. And to me, it's all about – I've always taken this, uh, this approach, you know. Uh, being an AU coach, my job was to find opportunities for these kids to find a place to play. Right. I'm still in that situation, yeah. you know. I, I, if it's not with us, hey, and it's a better place somewhere else, hey, that's what we do, you know. Right. And, and not everybody takes that, that approach, but I, I do. You know, it's like I want these kids to have the best opportunity to succeed. And if it's not with me, hopefully they find somebody else. You know, yeah. maybe not in our conference though. Right, right. It's kind of like <laughs> in football, you don't trade inside your conference. Right? Yeah. Like the, you, the Saints weren't going to trade Jameis Winston to Atlanta. Not happening. Exactly. Not, exactly. Although, as a free agent, Bobby Abier went there, but uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, we forgive Bobby Abier for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Coach, uh, it, it, anything else you wanted to add? That uh, you, are you excited about anything in particular, or is there something that you? you you're on your on your mind with regards to the basketball program. How, yeah. how excited you are! Yeah, about I'm just it? excited about the kids that are coming back. You know, and the kids we're bringing in. You know, I think the community is going to be real pleased that not only are they great players, but boy, they're great students and they're great people. And you know, with the NIL stuff, you know, it's like we we didn't. You know, I'm excited about they they they're able to you know, do name, you know, show their face and do more. And I think it just promotes our program. But I think we've been trying to do that with our community service and all that. We didn't need the money, you know. That's what, that's what I love about our kids, you know. Okay, coach, what can we do more, you know, within the community? We're, we're thriving. We're, we're wanting more fans, you know. And me and my, myself and, and, and Deacon Jones being from here, you know, we want, you know, as the support feels so good. The LSU game felt really good. You know, I know a lot of it was – you know, because we were playing LSU, but I'm hoping to make it be because of us. Come see us and want to come. 
And I think that's the biggest excitement. Yeah. Can we win bigger? And that's our job. We got to try to find a win, way to win bigger. And, and you know where it came from. You know, I mean, you've been here and you, you've covered UL for a long time. And we're, we're still not where we want to be. But I think that's the exciting part. Can we continue to work to get better and, and better the program so the community can really feel a, a difference like softball does? Yeah. I feel that's difference when I go to a softball game. Right, right, and right. It, it makes me proud to be a Cajun. You know? So yeah. that's what we're after. You know, or a football game this couple of years that yeah. Billy's been here, you know. Those things are important. They feel good to me, and I think that's what our job is. You know, is to try to bring that, try to bring young women to our community or to our team, to build the community to share with it. Yeah, uh, Coach, I've been here so long that uh, when Jay Kelly Hall took the Cajuns to the tournament, uh, I covered that game again. It was in Austin against Marquette. I and, remember uh, that. Yeah, it was a it was a tough game, but but they got there, and yeah. and, and it was it was a long time ago. But uh, looking forward to maybe doing that with you guys here in, in the next very year, man. very so, near sooner, future, sooner than uh, than later. <laughs> Sounds good. He's Coach Gary Broadhead. I'm George Faust, and you've been watching Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for the time. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.